Welcome to a very special episode of the TV show show. It's like a one-off episode, a bonus episode. I'm Brittany. Hi. I'm Rob Schulte. I'm real excited to be here. Yeah, we decided to do this little... We usually don't watch TV that's come out in like the last 20 years. Nope. Is that right? Not at all. I don't even own a television. I know. (laughs) What? How did you get here? (laughs) So we decided... Okay, so there we covered an episode of The Real World, the very first episode of The Real World, last year, season three, the TV show show. Correct? Yes. You were there. I was. You know who else was there? I do. This is a perfect opportunity for you to introduce them, Rob. I was about to do that. It's oh my pop God, culture aficionado, the zine queen. Like you said, TV show show season three, episode four guest, Rusty Blazenhoff. Hello, Rusty. Welcome to the show. Hey. Glad yes. to be here. I uh, I turned on my delicious dish voice there for a moment. Everyone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm not sorry. This is oh. so we decided we had to have Rusty back. We had to talk about this because and in case you live under a rock, the the real world original cast has gotten back together. What? For Unless you live under Mount Paramount. Oh. Um <laughs> good segue. Good segue. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I Is it any coincidence? I mean It had to have been. It had to have been the pull of blazing off on TV show show to be like these the people want it listen to this episode so no I'm, I'm entirely convinced this is the ego in me but I'm t- entirely convinced they were like you know what that one podcast watched it and they, they seemed very let's get it back together let's do it we're getting the band back together and it was uh we have a lot that uh that we learned as uh, individuals watching the episode, the people on the show seem to have learned something. Maybe I guess we'll find out. Wow, Rob, <laughs> so many layers. Yes. But yes, just just in case my incredible intro and all of the nonsense has come out of my <laughs> mouth has not been very clear. The Real World Homecoming, New York, season one, episode one, back to reality. It it came out this month on Paramount Plus. We don't yeah. have any affiliation. That's not a plug. That's just the only place you can actually watch it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, yeah, I think it's incredible. I mean, it was filmed <laughs> this year. You know, yes. I that blew me away. Yeah. So, so um, I don't know, Brittany. We've been doing these fun facts. Fun facts. There any fun facts you want to do before this? You know. I personally, I, I, I want to share this because I want the audience to come on a journey with us. Oh, yes. But Rusty, of course, please share. Do you have any fun facts? Gosh. Um, well, I want to say, first of all, I watched it on Amazon Prime. What? Oh, because yes. you could do the channels through Amazon Prime. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. It was just there. <laughs> So I don't even know what Paramount Plus is. Yes. <laughs> you can sign up to Paramount Plus through Amazon, which is crazy. Well, I lied. That and that is a fact, apparently. All right, liars. Yes. No. Well, it's <laughs> it was the true story of two podcasts. Yes, that's right. Trying to figure out Paramount Plus after <laughs> using CBS All Access for two years. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Thrilling, I know. I know. You know, these are our notorious unfun facts. Um, but no, <laughs> I was just saying on my end, you know, just my only piece of trivia going into watching the first episode was that I had heard rumblings that Eric stayed in a separate space. And I posed this question. I was like, wow, that's weird. I wonder what it is. Of course, we do find Mm -hmm. out. But I just want the listener to be aware and say, oh, is it because he's so fancy or something? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to spoil it. Yes. But I will say this. In a communication I had with Brittany, I called it. I just want to say (laughs) I called it. And I feel guilty (laughs) for laughing. Yeah. (laughs) Rob, Rob, Rob. Rob, yes. What do the do the synopsis. Okay, I think we all know what we're getting into, but here's the synopsis <laughs> of today's episode. The original seven strangers from the first season of MTV's groundbreaking The Real World move back into the same New York loft where it all began, but a shocking announcement threatens to derail their reunion before it starts. What could that shocking announcement be? We will find out on today's episode of the TV show show. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so let's get started. I mean, before we dive in, let's talk about this intro. Rusty, take us through it. Where are your thoughts? Okay. A little recap here. I was the same age as the seven strangers when this aired. So now I am still yes. the same age as the seven str- non-strangers. Okay. So um, I just want to, you know, in this intro, I want to um, give a little hat tip to whoever put it together. The MTV Entertainment Productions um, uh, production logo they have at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's Sting from Money is N- Money for Nothing. The Dire Straits uh, song going. It doesn't say I want my MTV. It's just MTV with the astronaut with the MTV yes, flag. Yes. Yes. And so, so immediately it's like oh, oh, this wave of nostalgia just from the production logo. I love that. Right. And I, w- I was going to ask, I mean, only half joking and based on your responses, will I agree that <laughs> I also got chills and cried? Did anybody else get chills and or teary at nostalgia? Oh, oh for sure. I did. I did in elements of this episode, but not at the beginning. <laughs> I did find it, you know, riding that wave of the production slate at the beginning, I liked that they played, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was Soul Asylum's Runaway Train. Yeah, 1992. Mm -hmm. Yeah, before cutting immediately to some newer song that I am uh, not familiar with. Okay, I had to look it up. Okay, but there's a song in between there. It's um, Shanice's song from 1991. Oh, yeah. So they did two, they went back and two songs like from that day and then they cut to Post Malone. I totally had to look it up. I did not know. <laughs> hey, um, you, you could have just yeah. said that you knew that. Like we wouldn't have 
I'm not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am. I'm cooler than that. No, I don't know. Um, but they were it definitely I was, you know, going into it. I was really skeptical that they were going to be able to pull off this without making it totally modern, Ooh, you know, and yeah. making it for an audience today. But they made it for someone just like me. Yeah. Yeah. They made it for the people who really watched it at the beginning. They, that's who that's their audience. And I was like, whoa. And, and I want to say, too, it. Um, it says New York City, January 2021. They literally just filmed. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is hot off wow. the presses for sure. Yeah. Wow. I really did. No, like you're saying, I, I really did like that. How they they did it very well, mixing the original intro and footage and updating it. Do you feel that way, Rob? I it- do. Um, one thing that really uh, got me going when I was watching this is I have only seen that uh, original pilot of the first season. And when we saw some of the like behind the scenes interviews with like Julie and Kevin and Becky and stuff, and they're like, uh, so it's like 90210, but not scripted. You know, that sort of stuff was really like, oh yeah, 90210, young people, early nineties, <laughs> like it'll be like that. Yeah. And it's totally not. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I, I like the way they described um, that they thought that, you know, that they were going to be artists. Yes. A documentary a about documentary, artists. Yes. Yeah. Like, like they didn't have words for reality TV. Well, and they had to like tell each person that they're talking to, like the the angle that suits them. So Becky, yes. a documentary about yes. artists and Julie, yes. like 90210, but not a scripted series. Yeah. And that sort of thing. Very that's, interesting. That's smart. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's dive in. Everybody starts arriving. My, my first <laughs> thought was the vibe is so much less rock and roll. Like the music was <laughs> very, I mean, obviously it's modern music. It's modern day. I mean, modern. It was like a five-year-old song. Does anybody remember? Sure. <laughs> but Julie's in the backseat of the taxi. She's, yeah. it's just, oh, so many memories. I was flooded. But she still yeah. has the Southern accent. I'm Julie, and I was on the first season of The Real World. And she looks exactly the same. I know. Oh, oh. good jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Tall jeans. <laughs> she is getting a bit overwhelmed, though. She's just like, I don't think, even think like productions gonna get what they want and then she was like wait but i also was nervous about that last time i was coming in here so i guess i'll just go with it yeah i thought that was kind of fun yeah but when you when you have that kind of wisdom of 30 years though when you know like you feel it in a different way like what would they have done differently had they known what it was going to become nothing they well they couldn't have right yeah and i think that i think that's kind of the beauty of this show this particular show is because it's like the realest of the the reality shows there was no later everyone had an agenda like if you tried to get on a show like that everyone was self-aware and like oh i am this i can play this part i'm the gay whatever and i have this to bring and it's they didn't have that in that first one totally the first season definitely there there was no mold to break there was no mold. so true so true the cookies looked real fucked up. <laughs> Becky shows up and she points out immediately again, like they're this is like a tearjerker constantly. <laughs> it's the same loft. 
Yeah, the yeah. same loft, which I mentioned before was on sale last year at this time for $7.5 million. And I read the other day that it um, is pending for five point five. And I learned that it was either owned or is being bought by Winston Churchill's granddaughter. What? Yeah. Who better, so, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who else can afford it? That checks yeah, out. That good. checks out. Just yeah. keep renting it to MTV for four million like yeah. a year. Yeah, you'll right. Be fine. Yeah, that's good math, Rob. You <laughs> should you. go into investing. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some land to sell you all. <laughs> Perfect. Sign me up. I love the side by side comparison from the original footage and modern day, like them walking yes. through the house. Yeah. Well, and then they've got the cure, just like heaven. Uh It starts the little montage of the then and now, and you see the twin towers. Yes. Yeah. That was was, uh, rather poignant. I I really liked, as you know, we're cutting between like Becky and and she points out that she's like, yeah, you know, I will completely admit that I was extremely overconfident because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And then it does one of those flashbacks. To her just being like, I'm a creative type. I've got something to say. And yeah. I know people yes. need to hear it. And I was like, yes. damn. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a little, that's a little cringe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and she's now Rebecca. Hello. Yes. Do not call her Becky. I'm so sorry, Rebecca. <laughs> yes. yes. You, what the hell? You may know me <laughs> as Becky. <laughs> and, 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 and I just want to say, and this when they bring her, you know, when they're talking about her, um, they show a clip of the then and now of um, the twin beds without sheets, which I meant I yeah. pointed oh, yeah. out last time. Yeah. <laughs> now they have sheets because we're grown-ups. Grown-ups uh-huh. use sheets. Damn nope. straight. <laughs> Kevin arrives. They pointed out that when they did the show, Bill Clinton was running for president, which mm-hmm. really contextualizes. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, and we'll get to it a little bit later in the episode, but something that really contextualized it to me even more so than Bill Clinton was that like, I didn't know the filming of this happened during the LA riots. So like, yeah. as like I'm learning about like, it really con- like this episode really cemented the first season for me more than that first episode of the first season did, which is probably useful. I mean, back then though, you know, if you had filmed something like that, there wouldn't have been a reason to contextualize. Yeah, right? you're absolutely It's like the fish correct. in water. Yeah, like yeah. You, you already know what's around you. Yeah. Like yeah. this com- like, so the, it was really brilliant on that part to go this is what was actually happening around when this was filmed. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that is it is cool. Because in, honestly, you know, there's a like when I think about it I think about that show, but I think about what I was doing in my life. And I'm not necessarily thinking about what was happening in 1992, but such deep influences on how, who they were at that time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We can't skip over the part where Kevin says, I've been woke for a long time. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I was an activist. I've always been, I've been woke for a long time. Let's just say that. (laughs) I, I, and he says that there might be some healing that needs to be done, et cetera, et cetera. There was a lot. There's a the whole episode. We'll find out soon. Uh, really talks about racism. Him being talking about racism then and what it is now what, in the world, mm-hmm. especially United States. Yep. And um, him saying, "I've been well for a long time." I saw some reviews. You know, some you know, 
posted reviews that um, people thought that that was kind of an arrogant thing for him to say. And honestly, I, I think he earned that shit. Yeah, yeah. you know, no, no. like he yeah. earned it. Like when you start when you start to see what he was bringing up back then, uh, that's exactly what is happening now. Yeah, that is being talked about now. And we get that throughout this episode in a very like not beating you over the head with it in a very much like all of these people thought X, but and it's 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 articulated even better later when. Heather just goes, where's the lie? You know, we were all hot-headed yeah. about it, but like, where's the lie? He's, he hasn't lied. And I thought that was yeah. great. But yeah. Yeah, um, what was the lie, yeah. Uh, Norman yes. has arrived, Brittany. Yes, he uh, has. And <laughs> I'm like following that. Um, no, we will we will continue <laughs> the conversation about, uh, yes. yes. Sure. But uh, my first thought was, I hope Norman recreates the bathtub scene. And then... <laughs> I mean, the show, this episode does not disappoint. I mean, every single thing you wanted, you're like, they're in the same loft. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're doing the side totally. by side footage. And then Norman yeah. says, you know, I love bathtubs. It was just very satisfying. <laughs> I was like, I am getting everything I need. And he talks about, OK, he first of all, he arrives in a camo cap. Yeah. Like a baseball. Yes. And is has like blue blockers. Yes, yes, he yes. Looks like he's like <laughs> spent the day mowing lawns. Yeah, I like, love him. And he talks great. about menopause. Like, yes. you know, like he's so good. And and the and the side by side footage that you know that's being interspersed in this is like Becky goes into the fridge and you see like sodas uh-huh. like from before, like you know back in the day, and then you see Rebecca open. <laughs> opening the fridge and it's like watermelon organic free range eggs yes yes it's and all crazy. over there's apples and artichokes <laughs> like not junk food it's like yes okay we're we're adults now yeah it makes me wonder if like if there was any choice ahead of time if they were like what would you like on the menu at or in mm-hmm. the the fridge and if those yep. choices were made by you know ages and if that happened again yeah. if that's the same thing or if it's just era like we can't put these people in a house and give them a two liter of pepsi Ew. we need to give them coconut water i don't even like oh. pepsi in my house yeah <laughs> I mean, back, but back then, man, I mean, everyone yes. had two liters of soda in their fridge. Yeah. Everyone. Yes, Crystal absolutely. Pepsi. Give me a yeah. three liter. Let's make it square for sure. <laughs> three liter. <laughs> oh, man. Did anybody cackle at Andre's hair? And I'm not trying to shame anybody. It was just like, I don't know, when he was coming out of the subway and his hair and I didn't know what to expect. It did make me laugh out loud. I I. I didn't laugh out loud. I was kind of like, oh, he's going for the silver fox look. Yes, yes. Yeah. I <laughs> I like immediately figured he was like the cover of a LL Bean catalog <laughs> or something. Um, but if you notice later, someone, you know, some of these people have kept up or kept in touch with each other more than yeah. others. And yeah. someone said, oh, you grew your hair out, Andre. And I was like, <laughs> oh, did he grow? Start growing his hair out since For he was going to be back on the show. Um, because he, if, if historically, famously, he had those yes. long, luxurious yes. locks. And then later, when we talk about Eric, there's a similar conversation about him. And mm-hmm. I wonder if there is a little note from MTV or something that's like, "Hey, we just we're going to try and get you guys to look similar." Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. who knows? <laughs> 
bring the bring those '90s vibes, please. That's right, Kevin. Can you please grow that mustache again? Well, okay, okay. Well, one thing when Andre comes up, they they shoot to some. I think it was some never before seen footage of him oh, talking yeah. about his band, at, like walking down the street with yes. his band in the middle of the street, and he says something about you know being in a band has its benefits. Yes. Now, what do you guys think he's referring to? Like, um getting tickets like a f- free drink pass or something like that right rob that's probably what <laughs> yes free drinks yeah yeah uh, yeah, that's yeah i think it. that's a benefit of being in a band i think <laughs> having watched the first episode and how it ended i think he was referring to uh 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 Women being a fan of his oh. band and him being able to use oh. that power in a way that the maybe wasn't, wasn't necessarily appropriate. And there's no way we can convey how smug he looked in that <laughs> clip. Oh. That was like... Oh God. Being a musician in a rock band has its benefits. Yeah, it has its benefits. But it's I appreciate this so much because we were all total garbage. You know what I mean? Like at one sure. point in time, I'm just glad they sure. didn't get my personal garbage on film. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was on film, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. There was a time where I did not have the faculties that I have today. And I am glad that I wasn't on film. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. Me too, Rob. For oh. both of our sakes. <laughs> Sheesh, man. <laughs> I mean, I th- I feel like everyone, not just not just Andre, everyone comes in with a certain amount of arrogance. Maybe less so with Julie, though. Later, you know, you kind of get some of that thing when she's talking about racism. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you think you know everything at that. You do. You do. It- I mean, you do know everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That you know. Speaking of Julie, <laughs> everybody's like, "Wait, where's Julie?" And and she's on her way. She's on her way. But as Rob had pointed out. They they reference that many of the people hadn't seen each other, quote unquote, since the 90s, which I'm going to start using that for mm-hmm. people that I haven't seen since like third grade. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't seen them since the 90s. So I don't we're Facebook friends, but I haven't seen them since the 90s. But Heather you met in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's uh, yes. Heather looks amazing. She's so yes. I mean, she bursts in like a ball of energy. She's having the time of her life. She's squealing. I loved it. I I feel like I am the Heather in this scenario. Well, you do have a similar hat. Well, yes. Well, of course. (laughs) I'm wearing it currently. Yeah. Um, Yes. I like that Heather talks about how she remembers the time that like everyone wanted a record deal. Like the record deal was the (laughs) cool job and that she had one. So she was going into the house already with that. Like, she didn't need a deal. She just had a record deal and wanted to be on the real world. That's right. And I thought that was like a kind of fun way of looking at it. Well, so then she also brings up that thing as like it was presented to her by her agent. Oh, yeah. Her yeah, manager yeah. that it was for artists, a documentary. They were going to film you and you're going to yep. be in the house for free in New York. Like who literally at that age, who could say no? no? Yeah. I mean, I, I would could do it say at no? this age. I was going to yeah. say I'm, like, I'm in right now. Yes. I'm totally in right now. <laughs> the cameras are on. Um, <laughs> I like that. And I like that you could see that like, you know, Julie made... St- Julie said something when she came in like she's a humming pigeon and you can't shake this place and her energy like then perfectly matched Heather's when Heather came in and you could tell that they still had like this 
this friendship that was like so great to see. I really liked that. There was like some genuine happiness there. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Julie and Heather have remained friends through the duration. I think mm-hmm. they were in each other's weddings. Th- something. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah. They've, they've kept up the friendship. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that was encouraging to me, too. They have seen each other since the 90s. And it was evident yeah. in their interactions. But you know what? The real question is, everybody keeps saying, like, where the freak's Eric? I thought it was really funny yes. that that somebody was like, well, he has been really successful. So so they don't even know for sure that he's coming or not coming. I thought that that was yeah. interesting that they wanted to plant that because they were like, I don't want to feel bad because he's so successful that he can't even join us for this. Right? Yeah, they, no, they talk a lot about him. And, and we're pretty far into the you know the beginning intro here and they've only like shown a few tiny clips of him mm-hmm. yeah and then it's like well he was the first one in and if i were filming this I, he would be the first one mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. for the new show yeah he's a king she's a queen yes, yes. this is yes. their castle so they My started with becky so yeah. right they Rebecca. are so excited they're sitting around eating pizza but and but it's so funny because <laughs> i'm like they they are. They're so excited. It's very infectious, you know, and, and it's like it's not even about me, but I'm like, wow, I'm really happy for them. But I also want to keep in mind that this was shot during the pandemic and I would have been happy mm-hmm. to see anyone as well. Yeah, no oh, kidding. For sure. Drag some people together from the <laughs> 90s. Throw me in a house with them. I'll probably be very thrilled about it, no matter who it is. Just let's pitch that idea. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> But on the TV, on the wall, there's a message. It starts blinking. It says incoming message. Rusty, tell me what happens. Explain this to me. Well, okay. So first of all, that incoming message gave me, have you guys seen The Circle? It gave me that kind of vibes, that show. Oh, you know what? You referenced this. You referenced The Circle. Oh, I did. I referenced it last year. Yeah. um, It gave me total vibes of, it's like all of a sudden like break. (laughs) Like there's something coming in there. We have a message from the outside. (laughs) Like, okay. And they're just like shoving pizza in their face. Yes. Yeah. And of course it's Eric, of course. And now let's just, I just want to have a moment to admire his super fine Peruvian alpaca zippered cardigan. Yes. <laughs> Talk about that. That cardigan is badass. I like it a lot. Um, good choice, Derek. He has a new style. He does. Yeah. He does. It, yeah. He, he's a new person since the grind days. He really yeah. is. I mean, he's probably 50. I don't know. But uh, why is he uh, why is he not in the room? That is the big question. Rusty was well, right. I, I said it's I, I, right. I heard a rumor that Eric wasn't in the house. Rusty said, I bet he has COVID. And I said, ha ha. And I maybe should take that out. <laughs> I, I, I regret it because I didn't think that that was going to be the case. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's totally cleared now and stuff. Why else wouldn't he be there during a pandemic? Why else? That's yeah. the literally. Yeah. I mean, if you were Eric, you'd want to be there. I mean, I would think so. And besides, it made me miss him. Like, it, it, it's kind of like it was meant to be because yeah. you appreciate Eric even so much more, right? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I think I think that that when they um, 
all, you know, they're, they're saying hi and he, you know, they say if he has COVID and, you know, he tested positive. He doesn't have, you know, symptoms, but he can feel it in his body. And then he's like, where are you guys? Like oh. real innocent, real innocent. Oh. And you can pinpoint the second when his heart rips in yes. half, just like Bart Simpson's son, yes. Ralph Wiggums. Yes. 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 Where are you guys? We're in the yeah. room. We're, We're in it. What? Now I'm seriously crying. Like, oh God, he, they're in the loft and I'm not there. Uh, yeah. Oh. So in Heather's, oh. you know, I mean, I feel for Heather. She was like, you said you're going to give me a back rub. Yeah. I bought stuff that I don't buy. (laughs) That's real. (laughs) She brought the Palo Santo. Yes, yes. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Do you know how much I spent on alcohol that you don't drink? Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Yes, because the the footage of Eric and all of his aerobic videos and all of, he's a spiritual guide and he's been sober for, I think he said, 18 years. Um, But I legit laughed out loud again at that picture they showed of him just like posing with a bunch of crystals. (laughs) Yeah, and the giant beard. I know. I know. I love it. Yeah. I love it. He's it, and it's ironic that he's the one who got COVID. I well, just, I, I don't know. I yes, it is ironic, and I wonder. <sighs> I just hope he's making the right choices. Um, yeah, well, I yeah. could say that for everybody <laughs> on the planet. For sure, I do. I hope everyone on this show is making the right choices. That's what I yeah. meant. Um, but it's great that he's sober and that he's beat addiction because that, that you know, is that's absolutely hard. great. Um, and that cardigan. That says a lot. And that cardigan. <laughs> that freaking oh. cardigan, yes. Someone makes a comment about him shaving his beard, though, which is goes back to DeAndre <laughs> growing his hair oh, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, a lot, lot of hair talk. Yeah, hair talk. That's our other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just a lot of nostalgia playing out. You know, Heather's showing up. Oh, no, no, no. It's not so- nostalgia. It's old people talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, this is like that tall segment. I was like, oh, my God, you guys sound so old. <laughs> But uh, they're showing off her, all the booze she brought. And it's funny because, you oh know, like God. we all have access to booze, right? Like, it's yeah. not like when you're at summer camp and you're like, yeah, I took this from my parents' liquor cabinet. Like, everybody's like, <laughs> what? Oh, my God. I'm like, no, you have access to all of the same but anyway, Andre's playing guitar. Everyone's kind of choking back tears. Yeah. They all have their cell phones, though. And, and you know, there's a naked Julie montage. Don't forget about that. What? Oh, yeah. There's like a naked bunch of people like being. Yeah. I must have closed my eyes. tea towels in front of them. <laughs> well, Heather brings a bar and then somebody says something about, you know, we're all going to be naked by the end of this because all this booze. And then it's like naked montage. <laughs> yeah. No, I must have closed my eyes for this brief moment because I missed that. I would remember something like that. Please it, describe it, it, it to me. It is worth going back and looking at, not for like the tantalizing purposes, but just to see like the silliness. Oh, I would only do frankly. it for the tantalizing purposes. Like that. Oh, well, that you'll probably find something. Okay. In there well, too. figure something uh, out for sure. Yeah. But then there's another incoming message. <gasps> it says, welcome home. And then there's the slideshow mm-hmm. with like old photos. And in my mind, I, and this is very LA of me. That's what you guys are always like, Brittany, you're so LA. Just kidding. But no, I imagine <laughs> that's the exactly pro- what I'm that's like. You're always like, oh, your producers. And no, the producers are watching off camera uh, being like, you know what? They're not a no- emotional enough. Play the slideshow. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah, crank up the emotion. Yes, for sure. I thought it was funny um, when Kevin was like, the original, the original, like they're talking about, you know, the <laughs> real world, the original reality show. And I'm like, dude, that is literally the premise of the show. Everyone in that, in that room knows that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't have to say it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, made, that, that was funny, like an old person thing to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Is Eric really going to... Because cause if you haven't watched this, you don't even realize they're sitting around like a coffee table, all like, you know, lounging in some sofas, comfy sofas, <laughs> tons of throws and things. But then... Well, it's surprising that they could actually sit because there are so many yeah, pillows. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like just casually um, placed around the throw pillows. But, you know, because the incoming message was coming in on the TV that Eric's on, Mm. then Andre had to FaceTime Eric so he could watch the montage. And so he's like angling his phone at the TV. So it's just like. Why couldn't he just have it in his room, too? I. Yeah, I don't know. Was it? It was Norman, though, right? It was yes. not Andre. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes, oh, you sure. are correct. Because um, down in front, Norman. Yes, <laughs> yes. <what> Andre <laughs> down in front. <laughs> They're like talking about how it's the original, original. It's like the most reality of all reality shows. And then we didn't have a lot to go by back then. Oh, yeah. And then oh, it was yeah. like, Bob Saget. I was like, that was a subliminal <laughs> messaging, which I am now desensitized to. Yeah, I see Bob yes. Saget everywhere. It's fine. Yes. I'm totally yeah. healthy. Back to the conversation about race. Mm-hmm. They start showing a montage from the early 90s mm-hmm. and they point out that the Rodney King trial and rebellion, they specifically said it's not a riot, it's a rebellion that resulted, mm-hmm. happened while they were shooting the first season and that as Rob mentioned before, I didn't have that context. But Rusty, as someone who was watching it in real time, did that resonate with you at the time? Gosh, <clears throat> at the time, you know, where I was, which was Massachusetts and um, in college, um, or maybe just out of college, <clears throat> I didn't really understand that in a bigger sense of of that you know like to me oakland and la were (laughs) like next to each other like i didn't have a real global view of anything yes of course uh, admittedly um and so seeing it now it's like oh my gosh like it means something so different to me now and um i really feel it in a very very different way than i ever would have at that time Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Completely that, as they point out, it's 29 years ago. So, so much has yeah. changed. But I mean, even putting that yeah. context around it, I'm like, oh, no wonder that first season they were talking about race so, I mean, not, not so much, but so passionately as well. Because yeah. then now we're seeing footage of Heather and Kevin arguing about race and it is very heated. They're very, very in each other's faces. I I didn't have any context of that conversation happening at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he says, you know, this country is racist as hell. And now it's so obvious to me that that's true. Like, I really feel Mm -hmm. that. But at that time, I might, I I can't say that I did. I didn't, I didn't have to think about it, I guess, being white from Massachusetts. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Like it was not something I there was no bridge for me to understand that. Yeah. I mean, I think another big part of this is like how 
where we were raised, how we were grown up, the where you know the technology level of what it was at the time too. Like the news we're gonna get is the news that's put onto our newspaper and our TV. You know, now we have the ability to see other types of news and well now now we are the media yeah good point yeah right it's very different now like you know i I can choose to turn off certain things but you know like last summer not that i'm saying i do um but last summer there was no way we could have turned off what was happening around racism in this country there was just no way it was so on our face um Oh, very interesting. The, 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 in 30 years, this is we're still dealing with it in a big way. Absolutely. Well, what's the uh, the quote from earlier in the episode that Rebecca says? Like, maybe it was Kevin actually, but you know, Anita Hill was me too, mm-hmm. and Rodney King yeah. was Black Lives Matter, and I can't yeah. believe that. You know, the only good thing that Rebecca has seen from this is the fact that like she and people around her understand it better, but not that it's actually gone away, you know? And I think that is something Kevin has been thinking about in this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a, you know, um, when you admit you have a problem is when you can start dealing with it. (laughs) And I think we're just getting there now, 30 years later, 30 years later, you guys. Yeah. Progress. Yeah. And I don't mean yeah. that in a jokey way. I mean, like, at yeah. least there is progress. It's happening. Yeah. One thing on this topic I really loved was that they got an interview with Kevin um, where he, he's like, MTV had no idea who they cast. He's like, I was an activist. I had just come from, and he listed all of these things. Who they casted for the real world was someone who also spent his four years organizing in communities in New York and New Jersey against police brutality. All the stuff we see now that we call Black Lives Matter, that was all happening in the 1980s. And he goes, you know, people reached out to me like, weren't you mad that they put you as the angry black man quote? And he's like, no, they had no idea who they cast. And if they would ask the right questions... (laughs) <laughs> then they probably wouldn't have cast me on this show, but I'm certainly glad they did or whatever. It was like mm-hmm. really powerful. And I love, I it. really like that a lot because yeah. it, 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 he, he clearly was the most woke one in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he was like, I can get in the room. I can get on the show and push an agenda, you know, and I'm not saying that in a bad way um, without them even knowing that I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and he, had, and he had a message. He had a real message that we needed to hear and we still need to hear. And I like that he talks about growing to being like, you know, uh, into women's rights and just equality. Mm-hmm. And it, it's more than just like uh, the sing- things yes. I see in my day to day. And he then even says at one point, like, but I will also admit to myself of not being able to meet a person where they are at, which is the thing that I should have. I mean, like, I'm glad I, I know about now, which I think is just leading us to um, more conversations that will be happening later in this season, I'm sure. Yeah. And they do show a lot of, you know, someone walking out, you know, yeah. uh, leaving leaving the house. Becky? I don't know. It looked like they, Becky. They, yeah, it looked like Becky. It looked like a, a woman in her bag. And then, then Julie's talking to Becky like, you got to cut that out. And 
Yeah. So there's some, you know, they're kind of leading you into the next episodes, but uh, it, it is very interesting that in 30 years, you do gain an incredible amount of wisdom and yet we're still human, you know, and we're not, we don't all grow at the same time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So true. So this season on the real world, right? They show oh, yeah. Heather dancing with some <laughs> almond milk. Norman and Julie wearing crazy <laughs> wigs, playing air guitar. Uh, someone showering and you can see their butt. Eric talking from the TV. So I guess that continues oh. on. It's like so funny, though, because they're showing like they're like it's wild and crazy. But then they get really serious and it's like housemates mm-hmm. looking contemplative, you know, and then yeah. uh, hug, housemates hugging after what I must assume was a difficult conversation. Lots of arguments. Mm-hmm. And then, as Rusty mentioned, they show the footage once again of someone leaving. But who knows? You'll have to tune in to find out, I guess. And yeah. you have to pay for it because yeah, yeah. the first episode is free. That's what I was like. Well, that's all I need. Episode two is available on Paramount Plus right now. Uh. So what did you... Uh, first of all, Rusty, are you going to tune in? Uh, it'll be hard for me not to. <laughs> you know, I mean... It's such a like I like I said in the the first time we did this. It's such a part of my DNA. It really, it I really feel it, you know. Absolutely. And um, you know, it, and they focus so much. You know, they talk about this in this episode too. About they focused a lot on Julie and Eric in the first time, and at that time, you know, they were like the cute in shape white couple that's you know they weren't together together but that you know they really yeah. were a lot focused on them and now they're focusing a lot more on Ke- kevin and what he has to say and that's interesting to me um just you know is it age or is it just culture in general well and i i had thoughts about that too and i think that there are i think it's it's I think they're on the right track, at least on this episode. I did struggle with thinking. I liked the scene when Kevin FaceTimed with Julie's daughter. Um, mm-hmm. But I did wonder how that conversation ended up being cut together because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like Julie and Kevin kept up, but right. Kevin and Julie's daughter had a very strong conversation about what she's doing in school and school politics mm-hmm. and help helping yeah. her fellow person. So you're, you're a leader. You're a leader. Talk to people about like being a white person in a place that's known for being racist. And- wow. You want to change the world. It's, I don't know. It, it was interesting. And from Alabama. See. Yeah. I mean, and from Alabama. <clears throat> she's still in Alabama. So, I mean, that's promising, right? Yeah. That, um, a young person in Alabama is doing all those, those things, you know, um, I thought that was pretty cool. And even it felt a little forced the whole thing, sure. honestly. And I'm not trying to be cynical about it. It's just felt like, yeah. is this a shortcut to let right. us know that like, it's not going to be a problem with Julie or something. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, and then like, you know, when Andre got on the you know, brought his, he got, he took the FaceTime call in the oh, living yeah. room. Yeah. I was like, 
you know, you get, you, you get a call from your daughter, you go up and yeah. have five minutes of privacy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that, yeah. that's what I would do. But in, I guess in that situation, you know, they're like, nope, take the call right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Introduce her to everybody. To yeah. 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 <laughs> she was cute though. Uh, cute kid. Very yeah, much. So. She was super cute. I Little loved so when cute. they played that song together. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think you all have hit all of the notes or the nails on the head. Like, I think they're doing a really great job. I think, um, wrapping this up, I, I do have a subscription. I had a subscription to CBS all access and, and that just transferred over to Paramount Plus. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of this season. But now I wonder, since I haven't watched all of season one, mm. should I back and forth? Ooh, whoa, whoa. two and two, yes. three and three, four and four. Yes. And I might do that. It might just be a fun little spring project for me. Yeah, Rob, give Frasier a break and yeah. watch something else for once. God. <laughs> I will. Rob, I think that should just be said out loud. Give Fraser a break. <laughs> I am trying to get some sleep. I promise I'm mm. I'm on a, a working it off of my system. There's an app for it. Yeah. It only allows me two episodes. How many a day. days? So yeah. Yes. Six hundred. Um <laughs> But yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm really good, and I will do that project, and I'll report back on it in future episodes of the TV show show. Please do. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Rusty, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thanks for having me again. And please, uh, plug anything. uh, Your social media, your weekly, excuse me, bi-weekly, zine, Fortn- fortnightly, fortnightly. <laughs> as, as, as someone has pointed out that I should um, call it because bi-weekly can mean twice a week instead of every other week. And you don't want to give people false expectations. Yeah, I'm not doing it twice That's a week. Right. Oh, too, God. It's too much. Yeah. But just, yes, tell yeah. us where people can find you and, and the things that you want them to sure. to buy or subscribe or consume. <laughs> right? Well, there's nothing to buy. Um, uh, but... Uh, electricdreaming.com Rusty's Electric Dream is my inbox zine which is a term I coined instead of e-newsletter yeah. rolls um, off the tongue <laughs> right <It> certainly does <laughs> um, yeah and it just got um, thanks to Brittany got some help just got called a, one of the most anticipated newsletters by Creative Mornings. Oh, exciting. So that's super cool. And I have a bunch of new subscribers. And I uh, hope I don't fail miserably. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not possible. It's so good. And Rob, after having you on the show last year, Rob's a loyal subscriber as well. He's always saying, oh. like, got all these great links. And I'm like, you're so yep. much more evolved and interesting ever since you subscribed to Rusty's weekly zine. <laughs> I gave you free conversation starters. Right. Yeah. I I read it fortnightly. <laughs> Good job, fortnightly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been great. Thank you again, Rusty. And uh, to our listeners, join us on our next episode. It's the first episode of our new season of the TV show show where we will be watching ALF. It's a doozy. Alf. Alf. It's as, as <laughs> offensive as you would imagine. Uh, but anyway, Rob, where can people find us on social media? They can find us everywhere on social media. And I think think the best place to look is in the search bar on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or whatever for Pink Jeans Productions. Pink Jeans Productions 
across social media. Also use the hashtag if you'd like. You can see other people who talk about our shows like this one right over there. Brittany, what other shows am I talking about? Speaking of other shows, we have other podcasts. We have Pumpkin Spice Podcast. We watch horror movies. We have Vanderpump Robs, where Rob watches Vanderpump Rules and lives to tell the tale. There's so many things, so many podcasts. You got to check them out. Rob, tell them how to support Pink Jeans. And Rusty, I promise we're almost done. (laughs) Yes. No, Rusty's Uh. like, I'm still here. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Direct support at patreon.com slash pink jeans. It helps us pay our editors, Jeremy and Marie, and helps us keep the lights on. You know, there's a a lot of things like website fees, and we really, really, really appreciate that support. Um, or you can leave us a five-star rating and review. All of these things can be found at pinkjeansproductions.com. Uh, all links to everything there. It's great. Brittany. What? We got to thank everyone involved thank in the Thank everybody podcast. involved. Thank you, Rusty. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Jeremy, for putting together our theme music. And thank me because it, yes. it, I'm here too, okay? Thank you, Brittany. Yes. And thank, thank you, Rusty. You thank you, Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later. I mean, to see you on the flip-flop. Bye. I don't even let Pepsi in my house.